everyone. Welcome to another episode of Strong in the Saddle. I'm your host, Katrina. And before we get into today's episode, I just have a quick favor to ask. If you could please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. It just lets everyone or lets me know that you are enjoying what you're hearing on the podcast. And it also puts the podcast on the suggested list of other potential listeners. And that's the way that this podcast will grow, is if more and more people find out about it. So yeah, if you could subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. And if you haven't already, be sure to head over to Instagram or Facebook and give the podcast a follow there. It's at Strong in the Saddle. I've been posting way, way, way more content on there these days just with having a new horse and everything. There's lots of fun and exciting things going on, so lots of fun content to post. So be sure to give the podcast a follow, again, either on Facebook or Instagram at Strong in the Saddle. Okay, for today's episode. So the episode title, I'm officially done with barrel racing. I have I have a love-hate relationship with barrel racing as if you're a longtime listener, you've probably noticed this throughout the years that I've been podcasting that yeah, I have my ups and downs with barrel racing. So just a brief history. I got junior in 2006 in June. And I think like I was in 4-H at the time. And so we did do some horse shows and we did extremely well. But for some reason, that the thought of, hey, you're really good at this. You should pursue this kind of horsey activity, i.e. showing. That thought never crossed my mind. I was like, I want to barrel race. And I remember the guy that I bought Junior off of, he asked me, what do you want to do with your horse? And I, I distinctly remember I said, I want to barrel race. And that's, that is all I wanted to do. I have no idea why barrel racing appeared so interesting to me. I'd never barrel raced before. I didn't know anyone who barrel raced. I don't even know if I had been to a barrel race, to be honest with you. Like at that time, I, I'd been to maybe one or two rodeos to watch as a participant. So the fact that I was so drawn into barrel racing, I have no idea why, but I was. And so I believe. July or August, like not very long after I had junior, I started going to Jim Canna's on a regular basis. And then that fall and leading into winter, I did jackpots through the Alberta Barrel Racing Association. And that following year, I started amateur rodeos. And that following fall, I got into high school rodeo. And from 2006 we'll just say mid 2006 until my last rodeo that I competed in was 
Father's Day weekend of 2014. So that was basically eight years of barrel racing. And during that entire time, I never once felt like I I got this. Like, I'm a barrel racer. This is what I do. Before every single run, I was an absolute nervous wreck. There were times at home when I was practicing that I would literally get off my horse and sit in the sand and cry because I was just so nervous. I was putting so much pressure on myself and I never felt like I was getting where I wanted to be, I guess. And I never really had super high standards. I just, it never clicked. And I watched the DVDs. I read the books. I attended the clinics. I got the lessons. I practiced and practiced. You know, I was doing the things. It's not for a lack of trying, but it just never clicked, me and barrel racing. and. There's been several times where, yeah, I have gotten completely frustrated with it and just said, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, and I would put a snaffle bit and split reins on my horse and start doing all the fancy training on my horse. Never really having a plan, but just knowing I wasn't going to do barrel racing anymore. But that would only last for a little while. And then, I don't know, maybe I would watch the Calgary Stampede or the NFR or something would just reinvigorate that spark for wanting to barrel race and I'd be on it again. I'd be super motivated. I would be, you know, whatever, watching the YouTube videos. I'd be doing the things again. And again, it still would not click. And even at... The last competition I was in, oh, when was that? It must have been the fall of 2019 I went to a jackpot. And again, it just proved to me I hadn't been in a competition for five years and it was the exact same situation, just completely sick beforehand and just not enjoying the process at all. So... There is that. That is my history with barrel racing. Now, I want to say one thing about barrel racing is that there is a stereotypical avatar for barrel racing. It's not true for everyone, but I would say as a general rule, there is some truth in all stereotypes. We have stereotypes about accountants. I'm an accountant. You know, there's stereotypes about us. There's stereotypes about teachers or there's stereotypes about middle-aged dads who live in Midwest United States. Like there's truth in what we think of when we think of those people, right? Some element of truth. Not everyone who is an accountant fits that stereotype, but a lot of them do. And so that being said, there is a barrel racing, a barrel racer stereotype, mainly a crazy woman on an even crazier horse who 
likes to go super fast, may not have the greatest horsemanship skills, and you can fill in the blanks from there. That does not describe me. And again, I'm not saying that all barrel racers are like that, but there is some element of truth in it, right? Um, and on the flip side, as you guys know, I have decided to try and give reining and ranch riding a try. So in the same vein, there is a stereotype for rainers, for ranch riders. I was flipping through the NRHA National Raining Horse Association handbook. And actually on the very first page, they have the title page and then like the very first actual page of the handbook, there is one quote. It's by Jim Willoughby. I, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. He's an NRHA Hall of Famer. So it was a quote from him that said, to rein a horse is not only to guide him, but also to control his every movement. The best reined horse should be willingly guided or controlled with little or no apparent resistance and dictated to completely. So that's kind of, I guess, a guiding principle maybe of what we're looking for in a reiner in the NRHA. So the kind of person that would want to ride a horse like that and fit that kind of mold is going to be a completely different person than someone who is willing to get on a very, typically very high strong horse, go like bat out of hell fast into an arena and run around three trash cans, right? That is completely different than this picture of being dictated to completely, controlling every movement. Very, two very, very different things we're looking at. So we have reining that emphasizes complete control, whereas barrel racing is, I would say, verging on no control. And to be honest, in a lot of cases, I have seen completely out of control. And I guess I should just preface here that the girls who are at the very top of elite barrel racing, those girls have control. They have great horsemanship skills. I'm just looking at the majority, a large majority of the barrel racing community. Reining has a very high emphasis on horsemanship and being able to control and move your horse in a way that you want very, very precisely. Whereas barrel racing, again, it's a timed event, so get the job done as fast as you can. We don't care how you get it done. Reining, I would say, is a bit more polished. You know, I've never, I will say, it's very, very rare that I'm watching a barrel race and I'm just captivated by how elegant and how polished a horse looks at a barrel race. Whereas that thought crosses my mind a lot at a reining competition, right? It's very, very polished, very professional, just a really sleek package, right? So the reason I'm drawing this comparison is not to put reining against barrel racing. The point of the comparison is these are two very, very, very different sports. Yes, they're both on horseback, 
but they are very different. And because of that, there's a tendency for each of these sports to draw a certain kind of person. Going back to our stereotype. That's why we see a lot of, we'll just say it, crazy women on crazy horses in barrel racing. And we see a lot more maybe reserved type A people in the reigning community. So I will be the first to say I am not a crazy lady. I am not an adrenaline junkie. I do not like hot horses at all. I am, as I said, I am an accountant. I am very type A. I am very, have perfectionist tendencies. I like to know that I have control of my horse. I like to know that I can predict what my horse is going to do. Yes, I want him to have the freedom to be a horse under me and all of that, but I also definitely appreciate the sentiment that we want a horse to be in control. You know, that sentiment that the Reigning Horse Association promotes of being willingly guided and controlled. That really, really resonates with me. And I know there's probably some people thinking, that sounds horrible. I just, they enjoy that being on the verge of being out of control. They they crave that kind of feeling. And that is not me. And that is why, very, very likely why, I was never, ever able to get to click with barrel racing, right? It's just, it is not a sport for me. And God bless my mother, she has wanted me wanted me to go into reining or showing probably ever since I got junior. You know, for years she watched me struggle and I can only imagine how frustrating that was for her. She could see it, I could not. And it has taken me this long, here we're now in 2022, it has taken me this long to figure out that Barrel racing is not for me, and reining may be a very good choice. And I say maybe a good choice because I have never competed in reining. I have gone and watched reining competitions. I have played with reining maneuvers on my horse in my arena at home. But I have never actually done a reining pattern in a competition setting. That being said, I... Like I said, whenever I've gone to a show, I've always done really, really well. That's something that comes a bit more naturally to me. And as such, I feel like reining could be a really good option for me. And it's not to say that reining is going to be easy. I mean, any horse sport, I don't care whether you're barrel racing or reining or cutting or jumping or doing dressage, they are all challenging, even if you do have the perfect personality based on the stereotypes for that sport. There's still going to be challenges. There's still going to be things you need to learn and all of that. But there is something to be said for choosing something where your natural strengths and your natural tendencies are an asset. So in barrel racing, my natural tendency to be a very reserved rider, to be a rider that desires control in her horse, who likes every step to be very measured. 
that was not an asset in barrel racing at all. Barrel racing is about kind of throwing caution to the wind. And honestly, that makes me sick to my stomach. (laughs) So the fact that the very first page of the NRHA handbook says, we're looking for a horse that is in control by their rider. We're looking for a horse that is told what to do with every single step. That to me sounds amazing. And that is something I would love to pursue with my horses. That is just, that that is how I ride. And so there's definitely something to be said for pursuing that and playing on your strengths, not beating yourself up about your weaknesses and going with that. And so that is why, as the title of this episode says, I am officially done barrel racing. One way I can prove this is I just bought a reigning horse. As you know, horses are not cheap right now, so that was a significant investment to buy a reigning horse. I also bought a reigning saddle. I have not sold my barrel saddle yet just because I now have two horses and like would like to have two saddles around, but there will likely come a day when I will sell my barrel saddle. But yes, I am done barrel racing. I have finally pulled my head out of the sand that I can somehow make this work if I do the right thing or play the right mental game in my head. I am thoroughly convinced now after way too many years that barrel racing is not for me. I need to close that chapter and now we are opening the chapter called reigning. So as I said, I have not competed in reigning. I've just played with it a little bit at home. But it would appear to me from the outside that this will be a more stress-free path. Again, not to say that it's going to be easy. I am fully aware that there is a ton of stuff that I need to learn in order to be even ready for my first show. ton to learn. Um, But I'm really excited about the prospect of finally getting into something that I could just by default naturally excel at. That is really, really exciting to me because I also have to keep in mind that I ride horses for fun. This is not my job. This is my hobby, my pastime, something that I'm supposed to enjoy. And there have been many, many years where I have not enjoyed it. I've forced myself to do it thinking that there will someday be a breakthrough where I will finally get this. And it never came. And you know what? Buying this reigning horse and starting this new page, I have never been happier. I am so excited. I can hardly sit still at work because I'm so excited to get to the barn to ride my horse. I just want to spend all my time with him. I want to read all the things about reining. It's very, very exciting and very refreshing. So before I wrap up, I just, again, want to emphasize that I am not saying that one discipline is better than the other. 
it's you know raining is not better than barrel racing barrel racing is not better than raining it's more about suitability and personal preference again some people are going to look at barrel racing and think that is super exciting i love the thrill the horses are so amazing how hot they are and all that stuff Whereas other people might look at raining and be like, that precision, that control, those maneuvers, that is what gets me fired up. And I'm that's definitely the case for me, is raining is what's getting me fired up. And um, yeah, it's time for me to stop forcing uh, a square peg into a round hole, as some people say, and going with what I'm good at. You know, there's no point in making things harder on yourself than you need to. And for a lot of years, I was very hard on myself. Um, Just feeling like a failure that I could not make barrel racing work for me. But yeah, I'm okay with closing that chapter and heading into raining and just saying that this is something that I could excel at. Again, I know there will be work involved, but that fires me up. I'm excited about that. And so we are officially done with barrel racing and officially starting raining. And yeah, I hope you guys follow along. Again, if you follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Strong in the Saddle, I've been posting all sorts of stuff about my journey with diesel my new reigning horse i'm recording this on the monday before this episode's released and it's actually a holiday here in canada and so i got the whole day off and my husband is also away which means i got to spend the whole day at the barn and i had the best ride ever on diesel so far it was uh, i got some really good direction from momentum the online reining program i'm involved with with hayes kofel performance horses i got some really good direction from Lindsay last night because i honestly wrote in saying i have no idea what to do with this horse (laughs) i i i don't know instead you know rather than just loping circles around the arena i need some direction so she gave me some direction and we had a very very good ride today so I'm super excited about that super excited about that horse I cannot stop talking about him and just want to sit there and stare at him all day (laughs) so um as you can tell I'm probably I'm pretty um pretty pumped pretty happy pretty excited about all of this so be sure to give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook at strong in the saddle so you have all the latest on our reigning journey And until next week, remember, it's always a good day to ride.